Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Today, we have Rex Beasley, an environmental designer and engineer based in California. Rex is leading the development of a community that aims to provide energy independence to its residents. So, Rex, welcome to the RV. It's great to be here. I'm super happy to have you here today. I have so many questions for you. The first thing is, I was fascinated by your approach to exercising your dogs by taking them (laughs) on runs with you on a tricycle. So can you share more about how this idea came up? Well, it's actually a little bit about engineering in that um, to me, a dog really needs to run. They are, desi- they are built to run, they're, they're fast, it, it, it's very, uh, they're happy. And unfortunately, most of the world walks their dogs. And so, uh, I think people should figure out it's not a simple thing for me. I had a good, I have a good solution, but my solution is a tricycle. So it's very low and it's safe. And I have two leashes and I have the two dogs Uh and uh, we get, I get, they get to run. So instead of just walking, they're running. So they get to be more natural, uh, makes them live longer. And, you know, we have an interesting communion in that we're at the same eye level and we can, interact together so it, it's it's very happy i'm it's, sure they love it uh yeah and do you run as well well i also run but um um i but i don't run with them mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so rex your work is just fantastic and throughout your life you have pursued what you describe as minimalism could you tell us more about this concept and how it has influenced your life. Well, um, it's minimalism is is a word that I'm coming to realize is what I was pursuing for many years. It didn't it didn't have that context before, but it's really about the whole idea of living efficiently 
in a light footprint on Earth. You know, with this big thing now about somebody gets in a jet airplane and they go to uh, a sporting event. And you think of all the pollution that that caused. Um, is that they get to do that because we're, we live in a free world? Um, uh, so my question is, uh, and my desire is to be efficient and um, um, economic and um, is it say, uh, not having massive impacts in terms of negative impacts. Um, you know, this whole world of virtual where we can connect like we are now. I mean, think of what that's doing to change the pollution from those sorts of things of getting together. So, um, yes, I, I, it's at a very young age, I was interested in the whole issue of, of being frugal and economic and efficient. Uh, and, and that uh, took the form in eventually um, in architecture. It also it has mm -hmm. those qualities. Yes. Yeah. Also, before the pandemic, I made the decision to only buy things that I truly need. And nowadays, I've, I'm even more conscious, you know, Rex, about my purchases and often think twice before buying anything. So it's very important. And, you know, climate change has become a major concern for the world. And so how do you see the concept of minimalism evolving in the coming years? Well, um, first of all, uh, it, it, if we don't do it, we're going down the tubes. I mean, this is a very, very serious matter. And mm -hmm. so, um, yeah. whereas in the past, I, I actually chose it because I think it's spiritual and elegant um, and zen-like. Um, the fact is that that's where we have to go uh, as, a, as a population, as humanity. So how we are going to get people to appreciate the disaster we're in and where we're headed, I don't know. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, uh, I think the foolishness of human beings uh, has become extremely evident. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, I would have thought humans are fairly uh, wise and as a group, they end up making good decisions. But we're now seeing a world divided and and things just, it's, uh, it's actually terrifying that uh, we may actually not make it. This could really uh, take us down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So do you believe that the trend towards simplicity and reducing unnecessary elements will continue to grow globally? Because I saw the work we've been doing. and So I think you're suggesting that you see in my work an optimism. And so yeah. you're hoping I'm optimistic. Um, so yes, I mean, I, I think that young people are getting that we have to do this. And I, I hope, and I see a little bit of it, and they, they need to get very politically involved. They need to take over um, because the older people don't get it, you know, or they don't care, who knows. But uh, the young people, I think they understand it. And I think the important thing is for them to understand that, that we can solve this and there's ways to do it. And my architecture is an example. So I, for instance, have a home that creates enough energy for five homes. So all these sorts of, there's a lot of things, even this, this uh, um, the manner that, I mean, you think about Amazon as an example. Amazon saves a lot of energy in terms of delivery. It used to be we would go to a store and we'd shop and we'd buy something and we'd take it home. Uh, or, um, and we had big buildings, you know, that we would go into uh, that had to get built and those all created pollution. 
Well, now there's a, there's a simplicity now of products going to these central warehouses and coming very efficiently to our homes. So I don't know what, so what a person necessarily thinks of Amazon uh, from a cultural perspective, but from an energy aspect effective and from, from a climate, uh, it's really helping uh, yeah. uh, reduce the climate, the, the, uh, the effect on climate by us um, driving around and shopping and having all these big stores. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of forces at play that are making it very efficient. When we have autonomous cars, we don't have to have our own car, and that car comes right to our door and takes us somewhere else. That means we didn't have a car that we drove all over all the time. Uh, it didn't have to get produced. So there's you just there's a lot of things which are inherently creating less impact and efficiency. Absolutely. And Rex, can you tell us more? about how you came up with the idea of incorporating environmental resources such as vistas, natural light, winds, and the sun's energy into your architectural designs. So architecture, as it's been practiced uh, generally in the world, is it's a structure, it's static, and it it walls out the environment outside and it, and it, sh- it sheds it basically. It, um, now there has been uh, ideas where they've done what they call um, solar enter- solar oriented architecture, where they look to the sun and they try and capture the sun more in the winter um, and then less in the summer, things like that, that are somewhat relating to the environment. But the fact is those are pretty much failures because those are based on average days. You know, it's an average day in uh, um, February 1st, or it's an average day April 1st, but they aren't really average days. So architecture is static, regardless if it's oriented towards nature. If it's static, it really can't respond to variability. The fact is that nature is incredibly variable. Uh, I'm in the high desert. We effectively need air conditioning uh, in in an afternoon and heating in the morning, uh, so it, with that kind of demand and that kind of non-average world, what do you need to do? Well, I have my architecture is like a plant in that it, it it's able to respond to nature, turn to the sun, turn away from the sun, uh, open up to the breezes, stop, uh, get away from breezes. So it's they're they're organic and alive and malleable. So that was was is is the uh, aspect of architecture that's incorporated in my work, and because you have a structure that's malleable and changeable, literally having large sections move, room move, this also introduces the idea of well, why not make the functionality of the home change too? So as you might have seen, uh, living rooms go outdoors, kitchens go outdoors, interiors of the homes change, and can be looking to nature in different aspects. So. These things marry together to create a malleable, flexible, multifunctional structure such that a small house can be way cooler and way more performing than a house three times its size. Wow, that's incredible. And can you tell us a little bit more, for example, where are these homes or houses being built I know that is in the desert, but can you tell us a little bit more about this project? So um, at this point, my all my attention and energy is in an area called Morongo Valley, 
we actually call it Panorama Pass, Morongo Valley. And that's in the high desert and it's at the gateway to the high desert. So a lot of people know Palm Springs and they know Joshua Tree. Well, right in the middle of them is mm -hmm. where we are. And so if you like to hang out at Palm Springs, you can get there. If you like to go to Joshua Tree, you can get there. We're very close to Los Angeles, San Diego, and Orange County. So it's a great place to be experimenting with architecture because there's a lot of land. There's large properties. Um, we have unlimited um, uh, sun energy. We have unlimited uh, water, which is interesting in the high desert. Um, um, it's gorgeous. There's just gorgeous views, and it's a moderate climate. So it's a great place to play with uh, environments that are indoor/outdoor, that are responsive to nature, that take in the sun, uh, and and we have a place, Harmony Sales, which is our showcase uh, for this kind of architecture, and we have other little projects that are going on that are this are, are more of that. So that's we. I've done other projects ever other places. Those are kind of asleep now. So this is now the focus. Mm -hmm. And um, um, so it's, it's really a lab for what we're doing. Oh, okay. And it will be, uh, what is the deadline for you to finish it, this project? It's like a long-term project? Well, it's ongoing. Um, uh, the, the, our showcase house is actually half built and we have uh, animations, uh, drawings of, of its next steps. And then we have other architecture and other areas around here that's part of this community where we have stuff we're developing. Um, where it's, for instance, so one of the things uh, that we have is room inside, outside. So we're actually doing a remodel of a conventional home where that, that living room will literally glide out into the desert. Wow. So you have to take your living room outdoors, you can enjoy nature, and of course, that also introduces the malleability of the structure and its ability to breathe, to let in the breezes, to relate to the sun. Um, so that's an example of a, of a small project that's part of this whole. And in total, how many people will be able to live in this community? How many houses? That's so like interesting, and I really hope it can grow, you know, like... Do you have an idea of population? Well, this is this is um, it's it's one mile wide, eight miles long. This area, and of course, there's there's beautiful places around us like Joshua Tree, um, and um, it, it could expand. What we're trying to do is set an example. We are building structures, but we're also setting an example and showing things. And we have a organization, Daos. It's a nonprofit. We're creating where we want to educate people. In fact, I will help people build other homes okay. uh, using the kind of ideas and architecture and, and technology we have. So I'm supporting other people in doing yeah. this. We, I don't need to have it all under under my roof. I understand now. That's great. So even can be built in many other places in the world, not only in the U.S., but this is a good idea to spread. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, root void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's what I'd like to show. I would like to show that static architecture is ridiculous. But that's basically all of the architecture in this world. It just shouldn't be that way. We need to have structures that are yeah. able to change their shape, to change how they, they, they relate to nature, to change their functionality. I mean, one room can be every room. You don't have to have one room be one room. It can transform. Yeah. I'm actually working on an idea for a, uh, a, a tricycle. I, um, um, you know, the small kind of vehicles you see, uh, they use them. Yeah. Uh, for uh, transportation, like in the uh, in Asia, um, what are those called? I'm forgetting it's the name. Tuk 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 tuk. Yes, that's that's one name for it. Yeah, um, I'm working with this, those that size structure to create a home for a person. I believe everybody deserves the dignity of a home. So for people who really don't have any real estate and really are, are desperate for a place to get out from the environment, I am working on a, a, a home where um, you have, you're in there, you can be in your home theater, you're energy independent, you have a security system. If somebody says to you, well, you can't be here, you have to move here, you just move. Uh, I think that's essential right now. There's, it's a, there's a desperate situation in yeah. many parts of the world where people have lost their homes or didn't ever have homes. And I think that technology can create homes where, you know, when you're watching a, a YouTube or something and you're place, whether it's, it's uh, two feet by eight feet or it's 10,000 square feet, um, that space is really as large as your perception of it is. And that's more, life's more about what we perceive about our spaces, not what they physically are. I think now it can be reality with technology. Yes. Yeah, I mean, say a small structure. Why shouldn't everybody have an alarm system that gives them security so that their place, even if it's the size of a tricycle, um, uh, if somebody tried to break in, you'd know it. Right now, people can't protect themselves from being robbed. We, we can have the technology for even in the simplest environment to have that totally protected. Yeah. And Rex, what is the biggest lesson you have learned throughout your career as an architect and designer? Whoa, uh, the biggest lesson. Um, well, the, the people are foolish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I, I would say that one of the big lessons for me is that um, people have told me, why are you doing what you're doing? I don't understand. Nobody else is doing it. And that's, that's very much the case. My, the structures that change their shape, where rooms go outdoors, the world is not doing this. Um, and I think that it's really important that we, you take your risk and you, you, you go where your heart tells you to go and where your passions go. And when you fall on your face, you just get up and, and you try again. And of course, as, as it's very commonly said, 
there's lessons from when you fail. And so that's really what life's about. It's that you try things, doesn't go so well, or it sort of works, and then you think about it, and then you take another track. And eventually, I think what happens is if you're really uh, on the, the beeline of thinking with integrity and clarity, you find that you feel good about where you got, that, it, that you took it to a good place. There was something in your heart, something in your soul, and it took you to a good place. Rex, you should write a book. You are so inspiring. <laughs> Very nice thing. I'm doing on my website, I'm doing a lot of philosophical things. Uh, so I'm actually, you know, effectively, I, I think we're always writing all the time, all of us. Is there a message you would like to leave today? I would like people to think in terms of doing less with more, being uh, economic. You know, when you, if something as simple as doing your errands, plan your errands so you do four or five errands when you go out. Um, some people just consume their lives doing errands, and that's polluting to the environment. It's, it's polluting to our own lives that we waste it going here and going there. So I would like people to think about, um, about being more zen. Yoga helps get yes. to that place, uh, but it's about uh, simplicity, efficiency, having a light footprint, clearly trying to be energy independent. Energy independence is a great goal because of the ramifications. If you are pursuing being energy independent and other people are pursuing it, all of a sudden we start to realize, wow, we really all of a sudden are not needing to create all this polluting energy with these other sources that, that, that are used to produce energy. So that would be my, my success suggestion that we would be live a simpler life in terms of not, I mean, it still can be outrageous and exciting, but the simplicity in that, we, in that you are uh, doing things with more intent and more sense of, uh, of responsibility and organization. Thank you. I think it's better to have experiences than consuming things. I interviewed someone, her husband was um, harder, harder. Oh, yeah, harder. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he was really suffering because he could not detach from the things he had. He kept buying. Well, that, the, the hoarding thing is very interesting because, and I think we all, you know, most everybody has aspects of that. And what it ends up being is you're carrying a load with you. So every time you want to move, you it's, have to yeah. move all this. Yes, it's a, it's a weight on your shoulders and it holds you back. Yeah. And so this whole idea of having less stuff and be more minimal, it really releases you to be able to do the things that you really want to be doing that you can't because of the load. You are completely right. So where can we find you online? So you can go to Environments by Rex YouTube channel. You can go to environmentsbyrex.earth uh, website. And you can also go to Instagram. And in that particular case, I'd go to Instagram, Instagram uh, Panorama Pass. Panorama Pass. Okay. And that takes Thank you to lots of places. Wonderful. Thank you for inspiring us to share your knowledge, Rex, and for the work you are doing. I will be checking out your website sometimes to see how you've been developing this amazing project. And also, I want to invite you to come back. 
Thank you, Lucia. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.